All right, welcome, welcome. My name is Pastor B. Wallace, and you are tuned in to Simplify Complexity, your relationship podcast. We are always grateful that you could be here and that you can join us no matter where you're at, no matter what you're doing. And and the truth is, for many of us, we are in our houses because we are dealing with this uh, COVID-19, and and many uh, places around the country and around the world are just uh, doing self-quarantine or social distancing. And, And so hopefully this podcast right now can just be a little bit of encouragement to you. I'm excited today because we have uh, Sydney and we have Diana from the Single Session Podcast. They were so gracious to allow me an opportunity to be on their podcast. And, and so I, I was really excited to have them uh, on mine as well. And so please say hello. Hi there. Thank you so much. We're uh, so happy to join you. And I honestly, your podcast with us, Pastor Brian, is one of my all-time favorites. We're true. Yeah, we're about a little over a year in, but that really was one of the highlights. You um, were just so great to talk to and had such great insights and brought a lot to the table. So thank you. Thank you. Awesome. It, it was my, it was uh, my pleasure and, and just really excited to, to, to do this with you guys today. And um, please, t- if you want, if, I don't know if you have anything you want to share with uh, my audience, but, but please, I, they would love to, to hear a little bit more about what you guys are doing. Well, we've got our uh, podcast, of course, but we also just recently launched a class for single women specifically called She is Single, She is Strong. Uh, It's a Friday night class, and Diana and I are both a part of it, and we produced it ourselves. So follow us on Instagram, She is Single, She is Strong. We'd love to have you join us. And any week, just jump right on in. We'll be there waiting for you. Amen. amen. All right, so our our topic today for our our listeners is we want to deal with just you know, being tired sometimes in, in singleness and, and weariness in singleness. And, and when you're single, you know, you, you have kind of like your ups and downs. You know, you have those moments where you're like, yeah, I'm good. You know, everything feels good and you're, you're excited. And, 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 and just how you feel about yourself, how you feel while you're single um, is not a problem. And then you have other moments where, especially as time kind of goes on, uh, you could just get weary. And I think that's anything in life where the, the longer you do it, sometimes you can uh, just begin to get tired and, and, and feel drained. And, and you're kind of like, okay, God, I, I, I was gun ho and I was praying, I was excited. And, and, and I, but, but I'm praying, but I feel like what I'm praying for is not happening, especially for the, uh, some people who are single you know, they're wanting to get married, you know, for others, they're they're maybe not desiring to get married, but they still get just tired of the single life, possibly wanting uh, just more in their lives. And so I want us to kind of talk about that. And, and, and I really want, you know, to hear from you as far as different tips, different things that we can share with people who find themselves just, just kind of tired and and weary of singleness in a single life. Mm -hmm. Well, I think it's important, uh, to make sure that you're not looking at the wrong thing. I know for me personally, Mm. you know, in times past, when I start getting discouraged, it's because I stop looking at what the Lord has said. I I take my eyes, you know, the word says to, um, to let us fix our eyes on Jesus. He's the author and the perfecter of our faith. And so when I stop doing that is when I find out that I start to get a little more discouraged and I start saying, Oh, this is what she has. And this is what he has. And, Oh, they're together now. And, uh, you know, case in point on my 50th birthday, (laughs) (laughs) I took myself to the Ritz Carlton. Yes, I did. But I was in the jacuzzi just, you know, scrolling through Instagram. And there I see one of my former interns (laughs) with another intern and they're, they're in each other's arms. And they came out on that day, like we're a couple and, 
It should have been the happiest day of my life. I sat in that jacuzzi and I like cried. I was so glad no one was in there. And I even felt myself getting a little bitter. I had to really just work through that situation because this, you know, these, they're kids. They're in their twenties, you know? Um, But again, that was me taking my eyes off of the good things that God has done. You know, it's like when we start putting Mm. our eyes back and remembering you know, in the Old Testament, we hear that over and over again, you know, remember the Lord, your God, remember what he has done. Remember. So when we stop remembering, I think it's so easy to start getting discouraged because you are looking in the natural and forgetting what God has done and what he has said. Yeah, I really, really like yeah, that. I can definitely tag on that, Cindy, because I think um, right on the right on the heels of that and goes hand in hand with that is having gratitude. You have to start from a place of gratitude. And, you know, I love this thing. There's always, always, always something to be thankful for. And when you're in that place and when you choose gratitude and when you choose to look at the things that God has given you and that you are blessed with, um, that really does reframe the lens that you're looking at life through and kind of right, right on, uh, right hand in hand with that is contentment. But I think, um, yeah. you know, I heard not to be all these one-liners, but I heard somebody say recently, and it's, it's, uh, something that's been out for a while, but basically, um, you may not have the best of everything, but you can make the best of everything. And so just purposing to, and again, it's not settling and saying, well, I'm not going to desire this, this thing any longer. I'm not going to desire, uh, you know, a maid, a spouse, a relationship, but it's taking where you are right now and, and just building yourself up to look at wow, I really am so blessed. And sometimes when you're really down, <laughs> it has to start with, I thank you for the breath in my lungs, Lord. <laughs> like don't, don't discount yeah. even those small things. I thank you for yes. two eyes that see and two ears that hear and, and hands and feet and, and a roof over my head. I mean, the basics start at the most basic and work your way through. And before too long, it really, you realize, wow, okay. Like I, and just taking that time to build yourself up, you know, that talking about um, David strengthening himself in the Lord. Um, okay. Part of that is, you, you know, that self-care, that soul care, uh, care for your spirit and, you know, starting your day off that way. So that again, the the lens that you're looking at your life through is reframed and is, has a proper perspective and is in lo- alignment with um, who God says you are and, and really how blessed you are. Yeah, that's really good. And I, and I, I really love and I'm, I'm thankful, uh, Sydney, as you were sharing just something that was really personal. I think, you know, that really helps people because other people are dealing with it. Other people, we have those breakdown moments mm-hmm. and, you know, being able to uh, just remind yourself of the good okay. things. And um, and, and I, what are the things I wrote down that, that kind of really is the same thing is refocus. Okay. I think in life, we always have to just kind of refocus. And, and I think about a car. And so as a, as a car continues to drive down the road, it, it's driving nice and straight, meaning you can you can take your hands off of the, the steering wheel. And because it's in alignment, it just goes down the road smoothly without pulling right or left. But the challenge of the roads is roads are bumpy. Roads have different things. And so, you know, as you're driving, you hit a curb, you're driving, you hit a pothole, you're driving and and various things happen. And as you continue to drive, your alignment begins to pull right or your alignment begins to pull left. And and I feel like that's the same thing for our lives. And so when we are single, we're, we're focused at times and, and, and we, we, we have our eye on the prize. And we understand, um, you know, that we're complete in Christ and we understand who we are in Christ. And, and, and as we're going down that journey, 
journey, just life. You know, all of a sudden, like you said, you see an Instagram feed, you see this, maybe one of your best friends. And that can be really hard. You know somebody and one of your best friends who have been like your single partner, all of a sudden they find somebody. And then all of a sudden you guys used to hang out and you're not hanging out as much. And so you just have all these different things that can then come upon you. And you just have to refocus and begin to say, okay, uh, I I was allowing my mind to wander in negativity. And I really want to encourage our listeners to understand this. Your mind is sometimes going to wander, but don't let it stay there. Don't stay with that negativity. So that that was really good. Uh, You know, one of the other things, just to kind of tag along to what Diana was saying, I was reminded, you know, one of my favorite scriptures is how Abraham strengthened himself in faith. Giving glory to mm-hmm. God that what he promised he was able to do it. He was able to fulfill it. And, and it just goes back to that gratitude of, you know, just taking that time out, even when you don't see it, even when it hurts, mm-hmm. to just start praising God and faith, you know, and just giving him glory because he is so faithful. And it might right. be this one thing where you're saying, oh, when is this going to happen? But man, if you just look back at all of the things that God has done and you just begin to praise him and give him glory, it's like, that's why, that's how that morning is able to be turned into dancing. You know, like all of a sudden yeah. that joy comes and, you know, it's one of, the, it's one thing to say, you know, when I was in seminary, I remember going through a breakup and, um, and I thought this guy was the one it's like. You know, oh, he's the one, you know, he was a musician and he was involved with worship and we were both in seminary. And, um, and then he just came out and said, oh, God told me you're not for me. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. It was pretty brutal and just like, you know, slammed the brakes and I was devastated. I mean, I didn't, I didn't know how to pick myself up. And I was always that person who was so full of faith, so full of the word. And when I would go to school and people, they'd say, how are you doing? And I said, oh, I'm having a really hard time. I'm just discouraged and brokenhearted. And they'd say, oh, uh, sister, just be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. You know, they were just, I wanted to. (laughs) (laughs) And and you're right, though, because it's so much easier said than that. And when we're talking about this, this weariness, I mean, when you really feel it, it's so much easier said than done. And I think that's a, a really it's great true. point. Well, God was so good. You know, I said, Lord, I don't even want to be in your word right now. Like I'm so disheartened. I have no desire to open your word. And he just said, just worship me. Mm-hmm. And so at that mm-hmm. time, yep. it, for me, it was Fred Hammond and Yolanda Adams and Tommy Walker. Yeah. I mean, I would just put them on and I'd literally be on the floor sobbing, but still praising in my cries, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. And I would just be giving him yeah. it, it makes complete sense. And I'm, I'm so glad that you mentioned it because people need to know that you, when you're going through something and Diana, you mentioned that, you know, you have to find that encouragement in yeah. the Lord. And sometimes we're waiting for somebody else to come along and to give us a pick yeah. me up. But, you know, there's moments where you got to understand, you know, you and God just got to get together and you got to just praise. You got to pray. You got to worship. You got to do what you have to do to kind of uh, get strength in him. So and, and I want to kind of add to what you guys are saying. I think something that we would help our listeners is understanding also that singleness isn't a bad thing. And we know it. We hear it. But again, it's a, it's a matter of reminding ourselves. And one of the scriptures that I have um, comes from Colossians. And in Colossians uh, chapter two, verse eight, he says, beware 
lest anyone cheat you through philosophy and empty deceit. And I just want to pause there for a moment because that's the time we live in. People are constantly trying to cheat you through their words, through their philosophy, and you should be this, and you'll have friends, and and even you'll, man, the hard part, you'll even have family members. Oh, you ain't dating anybody yet? Oh, you ain't with nobody? Well, you getting older? Well, you're doing this, and you're doing, you know, and so you're allowing those philosophies to cheat you, to cheat you of your joy, to cheat you of your peace. And so he says this, um, for in him dwells, meaning in Christ dwells all the fullness of the Godhead body. And you are complete in Christ, who is the head of all principality and power. And so it's just a reminder, don't let people cheat you of the completeness that you have in Christ. You don't need someone else to be complete. We are not looking for a soulmate. And the whole idea and concept behind a soulmate is to say that you are incomplete without that other person. And then you're in this journey of life trying to find this other person. If you can find this other person by chance, now you're complete. No, you're already complete. When you give your heart to Christ, you are complete in Christ. And singleness is not a bad thing. Any of you want to share about that? Well, we like even did a podcast about that, about how singleness is not a problem to be solved. And I think if you're yep. walking through life thinking, I, you know, have this dilemma and I got to fix this. And I, that's, that's where you're going to go to all these other sources and you're going to always feel inadequate. You're always going to feel like you, you know, you aren't enough. And I think um, kind of on the lines of that too, we talked about in that podcast, the importance of the fruitfulness of your life. And this, I mean, the time is going to pass in your life, whether or not you're doing something or not. So why not look back at these seasons of your life and say, Hey, I made it count. I made it happen. I made it matter. And, you know, Cindy is prime example of this. She um, is moving out and stepping out in so many of the areas where God has gifted her and the dreams and the visions he's placed in her heart. She's not waiting. She's jumping on these things. This she is single. She is strong project was like a passion that burned in her heart and she just went for it and she didn't look at oh I don't have this or that I don't have the funds I don't have the resources she just took what she had and ran with it and it is amazing to see how I'm in awe of how fruitful it's been the lives of touching mm. and so to think that you you know don't think that you can't do something impactful for the kingdom without a spouse um, that's a lie of the enemy and he, I mean, God has things, he has, you know, Ephesians 2.10, he has prepared many good works before us that we should walk in. That doesn't yeah. start when you get married. And if you're not walking in fruitfulness now, you're probably not going to be ready to do that in marriage. You're going to be looking to your spouse. Okay, what are we going to do? You know, if you want to ride on the coattails of your spouse, I think women especially are guilty of this thinking, well, you know, when that man comes along, he'll set the pace for our lives. He'll set the tone. He'll give us what we're supposed to do. It's like, oh no. And especially young, I think younger women, I know I fell into that. thinking, well, you know, we'll figure it out together and he'll, you know, no, (laughs) the life is now and it's happening now. And there's people to reach now. There's, you know, this, this life is so short. It's but a vapor, the Bible says. And so if we're not getting about our father's business now, um, likely we're not going to be doing it when we're married and that we stand before God as an individual and we have to answer for his call yes. our life ourselves. Well, I, I want to chime in on that because I really want to uh, put that so our listeners can really grab what you just said, because I think it was a great point. And that is, so what do you do? What's the tip and what's something that you can do when you find yourself being weary of, of singleness is, are you living purposeful? Yes. And I think that's really what you're saying is, you know, Sydney didn't stop mm-hmm. living. 
but she continued to live. And I think sometimes we can get in a rut in singleness where we stop living. We just kind of are there and we're saying, okay, we got to wait for this to happen for us to do X, right. Y, and Z. And, and you will find yourself kind of spiraling down. And so that's such a great point of, you know, what are you doing? Are you still getting up? Are you still going? Do you have plans? Do you, do you understand that God wants to use yeah. you in your singleness rather than waiting for a, a man or a woman to come along? Uh, Sydney, did you want to chime in on that? Well, it just, you know, I was reminded as Diana was talking about a scripture that the Lord had spoken to me early on in my days of ministry. And I, you know, you know, when you're in ministry and it's like, oh, this person, we have great chemistry and this person we have great. But I remember being in a discipleship class and the Lord really spoke to me about preparing my outside work, my outside work and making it yeah. fit for myself in the field. And I had never looked at it in that way. You know, you'd read, you would read it and it's like, oh, that's a great scripture. But he really ministered to me just to make my outside work, which is what he had called me to do and to make it fit for myself in That's the good. field and then afterward build your house. And so, I mean, that was probably back in 1992. I remember where I was <laughs> and the year when you spoke that to <laughs> me and, and I just held tight to that, you know, and of course I've made some terrible choices along the way, but I always come back to what did God say? And so absolutely, you know, and again, we talked a little bit about, you know, what are you looking at? To me, it's the same thing, even in regards to what we're seeing and what, what are we reading? What are we watching? You know? And right. so, you know, for the hopeless romantic who likes rom-coms, I do like romantic comedies, by the way, but, um, you know, those types of phrases like you complete me, that really does just make women think mm. like, oh, that's all I need to be completed, you know? And unfortunately, the church has bought into it as well. You know, I remember having serving as a worship pastor at a church uh, quite a few years back. And and somebody in ministry there told me, I can't wait till you get married because then you will be complete. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and that's what that's, those are philosophies. Those are those things that people will say <laughs> that they're cheating us because they're not right. True. Correct. And praise God, I knew that, you know, but. For the person that doesn't, they might, or if they're having a bad day, oh, well, the enemy would just love to use that and just to push that on repeat yep. over and over and over again. All right. We're going to go ahead and pause there for a moment. I'm so grateful for Sydney and, and for Diana and just for all that they're sharing in this podcast. I, I just hope that you guys are pulling these nuggets. I mean, the enemy is so busy trying to discourage us in our, our singleness and, and, and as we're going through that journey. And we just need to understand that we're not broken. We're, we're not missing something. We're not incomplete. And so I just want to encourage you just to continue to find that peace, to find that strength in Christ, no matter where you're at in your journey within relationships. Uh, we're going to go ahead and have part two. So look for that coming up in a day or two. And I want to encourage you to go to the single session. Go ahead and just look for that. Type that in in your podcast so that way you can listen to them and just other episodes that they're doing. Uh, don't forget to go to the website, simplifycomplexity.org. There you can find more information about us. Also, in the coming weeks, I'm looking to start a couples ministry, uh, a virtual couples ministry. And so I want to encourage you to go to the website and begin to look for that. So that way, if you're uh, in a relationship, whether or not dating or married, this will really be a blessing to you. Uh, until then, God bless you and God keep you. Rich or poor, big or small, young or old, short or tall. I said it before and I'll say it again. If Christ is in you, then all of us are king. Stand up, stand up, put your hands up, make some noise, party with me.
Watch you. Stand up, stand up, your hands up.